1: What's going on, everybody? It's Kevin Lewis-White, just beamed down from the fifth dimension to spend some time with you guys all here on the Beyond Borders podcast. Hi, this is Shannon E. Johnson, the professional pin, and you're listening to Bet on Black with Kid Gravity. The views and opinions of this podcast are solely those of the host, and if you don't like what was said, Rose Gold did not approve
0: of it. Previously on Beyond Borders. I don't follow, them. I don't follow Trump. I don't follow Biden, or I don't follow them.
1: Okay. I'm not meaning literally on social media, but you. Being, I don't
0: go searching for them.
1: You don't. Mm, no. Just so happened. Okay, good. So the Biden plan to build back better, back better by advancing racial equity across the American economy. So this is portion of the plan. They have many other. When you go. Underneath the plan, that's where he laid out each little segment. So I had to click on the one where I saw, you know, once again, because we were talking about, you know, a black agenda, quote unquote, black agenda. And Mm -hmm. I said people of color, you know, minority group. You're like, well, we're not part of it. And that's the the one I click. And they definitely see that he definitely mentioned, you know, black and brown and Latinos and Asian American. So... It's, it's minority in general. I think a plan designed for minorities and people of color will benefit, you know, black folks. Because I believe we part of that segment of the population. It does not benefit us. It benefits us when they talk. but When it's action, then it's not going to benefit us. So you're trying to say that, you know, they will come up with a plan for minority and every Everybody single other minority us. would get it, but us.
0: Yes. No, we're gonna get less.
1: Okay. And why do you think is that?
0: Because the rate of in, the rate of return was it return on investment for us is low right now.
2: I got nothing to say, Sergeant came down with new orders today Said you defected by breaking away from the taming and leaving, whole base of afraid Discovered you worked for the SSNA Stolen some secrets and then ran away Some of my team and I knew right away We were the hunters and you are the prey Hard to believe that I was sleeping with the enemy Never occurred for me to doubt your identity Wanted to resist in the big captivity The one I found a message I'm thinking about sanity. On the road, here we go, like a low woke Falling let it go, do what I was told The better whether I can take the shot Pray I'm not the one in that spot It's a war going on right now, my head Fighting with all the B.S.U. Making contact is what I dread I don't wanna see you end up dead Maybe your emotions are cloud of my judgment I don't like being bludgeoned But tell me what trust do I have In an orders and order In description running all over through the galaxy Through the galaxy Through the galaxy I've been searching all over It's a tragedy for the Galaxy
0: Two weeks. If y'all don't know me about and how much I love movies, that's one of my favorite lines out of Total Recall. Mm. Two weeks. Which Total Recall? The first one. Can't no. stand the second one. The second one was a little too much. It was a little too much CGI. Not enough realism. Okay. But if y'all remember that scene when he got off and he dressed like the white woman, he kept saying two weeks because he malfunctioned. And if you watch what's going on in this world, folks, there's a lot of malfunctioning going on. Mm. This is Kid Gravity. Today is a very special show. For the first time, I am doing Beyond Borders and I'm doing Bet on Black. They're collaborating because, as I said, this is a special show and it's two weeks. So we're going to take two entities. So y'all know us on Beyond Borders. We talk about everything from sports to politics, bet on black. I like to bring on black folks that promote positivity and like to get their message out there to people that might not know of them. And this episode is very special because I started following this brother for about two months now, and he's very creative on his Instagram reels. I don't have TikTok, y'all know I don't have TikTok because I leave that to the wife and the daughter. Y'all can have fun with that. I got enough apps on my phone. But I follow him on Instagram and I also follow him on his YouTube page. And he's also puts out very, very good music. So today we have on Topher Town Music. We're gonna discuss politics. We're gonna discuss his music. Maybe ice cube will come up because it's the hip-hop sector and We're gonna have fun Because it's about fun Can't always be serious. I know it's Monday when you guys hear this. It's a Monday Mondays are not the greatest day of the week We understand this But we're gonna try to make your Monday a little bit more enjoyable Unless you're on the left, but we're not gonna go there yet. So brother Please introduce yourselves to the audience of Beyond Borders and Bet on Black, and then we're going to chop it up.
2: What's going on, everyone? Glad to be here. For those who may or may not know me, I am Topher. Most people find me on social media as Uh, They have pretty much deemed me as the conservative TikTok star. Um, mm. You pretty much can't go on TikTok and look at anything conservative within politics and not see my red beanie and hoodie. That's I have definitely branded myself really well over there, but uh, just you know, on a regular day, I'm just a a father, a husband, hip hop artist, uh, veteran. I did six years of active duty Air Force, for which I was a cryptologic language analyst. I've been doing hip hop for 20 years. My dad is a regionally known, well, I won't say regionally known. He's pretty pretty well known as far as a, a blues player and guitar, um, hmm. blue singer. Sorry, blues singer and a guitar a guitarist. And um, matter of fact, he played at uh, B.B. King's, not funeral, but their uh, celebration. So my dad's pretty, when it comes to the South, right? Um, But uh, yeah, man, I've been in this thing for a minute. I really got involved in politics actively since, uh, or back in November 2019. But I've always been vocal about my opinion. Every time I tried to speak out, though, I always got the normal backlash within the Black community, for my family and friends. So I was like, look, I, I'm a peaceful guy. Right. So whatever keeps, you know, keeps the peace. I'm just like, right, I, I won't talk about it publicly. I keep it to myself. Then I did it again, you know, and this was like around the 2016 election time. So of course, you know, I was like, I can't vote for Hillary. And everyone was like, well, how, how could you vote for Trump? He's talking about grabbing women by the, you know, the P mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, man, I was like, first of all, you know, He said they let him. So that's a that that means they let him. That's consent. That's consent. So I don't don't know why y'all all all said about this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Hillary literally, you know, broke the law for which when I was at the time in the military, I worked at NSA and I had a top secret clearance. If a person like me, I mean, I'm low level, if I would have just walked off and just sent the unclassified email my whole life I had an anal cavity. <laughs> it would have been a different result. So yeah. I could not consciously um, and ethically from uh, and lawfully vote for a person who blatantly done some um, just egregious things. So I was like, no, I, I cannot do that. I was like, well, let's take a shot on a person that you know we don't know nothing about. right? True. Now that we had four years of Trump, I'm like, well, this guy's not doing bad at all. You know, we bring the troops home. You know, historic low um, black unemployment rate, permanently funded HBCUs, opportunity zones, First Step Act, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He's passing executive orders that have helped veterans. We're talking about telehealth being funded, more funding to the VA. Matter of fact, in twenty twenty one for his budget, we're gonna get a thirteen percent increase. That's one of the largest in any category when it comes to the budget. So guys doing a lot that affect me, not just because of my color, but because of the choices and careers I've had. So I'm, I'm down with it, man. But, um, yeah, that's that's kind of my short background. But just like anybody else or most black people, I did grow up in a single mother household um, in mm-hmm. rural Mississippi. And, yeah, I went to a very po- impoverished school. Um, we didn't have the greatest education. So when people ask me, all oh, you must grew up in, a, in a, uh, a good neighborhood for you to have those type of views. It's like, no, I have these type of views because I did grow up in those bad areas and I know what it took for me to get here. It's like the only difference between me and other people because my brother grew up the same way, but he's not in the same situation and it's a clear difference. Decisions, right?
0: Decisions. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my, my background. Mm. See? We can all climb ourselves out of poverty. Now, I grew up differently than you. I was born middle class and I actually had an advantage, which doesn't necessarily bode well for me now in being I was around every race. Thanks to my parents and what they did. My dad, you know, he did sales and then he moved on to pharmaceuticals. So I was around every race before 18. So. It. I don't see the racism that other people have experienced, which I'm not knocking because I'm sure people really go through it. But to say that anything I say or anything that I do is somewhat counterproductive to somebody else based on color, that's just weird to me. And when I express that, people get mad. Even now, I'll admit, I voted for Hillary in 2016 because I didn't trust Trump. Because I was like, I, I don't want a businessman running my country because he's basically going to have a blank check. He can do whatever he wants. So I was like, you know what? He's the sitting president. I've always had this since I started voting in 04. Let me see what the man's going to do. I watched. And I was like, OK, you know what? He's still a jerk. But you know what? OK, he funded the HBCUs. I was like, OK, you know what? I think he's doing this just to get some some black points. Still was iffy on him 2017 came around he started doing the first step and then he started doing more black initiatives i was like okay let me watch him so now 2020 first time ever i'm voting for this man hmm. i mean and i i piss people off when i tell when, when they find that out they're like why did you vote for him because you know he he, he said this and that he said this about mexicans he he said the n word i said okay fine he said the n word show me where he said it you can't produce it so I was like, listen, I go off results. Just like everybody else who votes, they go off the economy, they go off, what make sure you don't end up in a war, you don't end up in a depression. You do that, you have a strong chance of winning And Right now, what I'm looking at, this man has a very strong chance of winning. So, and with you coming on and you getting the attention you have, I mean, I've seen you turn a lot of black people to not even his side, but to think. And that's, I think we need more in the black community. We need to think before we talk. Yeah. Because I'm also going to lead that into the Ice Cube situation. But I just want you to talk about that real fast. How how has your influence been either negative or positive towards on the black side? Because I know you have a lot of, you know, white and other race fans, but I just want to stick on the black people for now.
2: Yes. So um, it's been a it's been a slow turn, Um, but at the same time, I've allowed people to be able to think freely. Right. Um, One Mm -hmm. of the things I appreciate about the military was when I was able to leave around my family and friends and go explore the world, go see it from a different lens, um, get some different perspectives and then incorporate that into my critical thinking. And just just get, you know, experiences from white people in the different cultures to not mm-hmm. see that they're just not all racist, to see that. Matter of fact, most people that have helped me in most of my career have been white people. It hasn't even been black people. I've been mm-hmm. rapping for 20 years and no one has poured more money into my career than white people. Mm-hmm. More people have bought my gear, my merch have been white people. So it's like, I mean, how do you want me to believe that you support me and you're looking out for me? when that's not the case in reality. Um so yeah, um but I've been um as far as the uh, well I'm trying to say the the music on well at least on the music side, but uh mm-hmm. when it comes to uh the the backlash, I've seen so many people come up and um try to, you know, call me the user or Uncle Tom, sell out and everything else. But what I've effectively been able to do is be a shield for those younger conservatives those younger people uh,
0: wait, 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 wait. Yep, that's yep. that wasn't mine this time folks before y'all y'all like there he go again that's not mine <laughs> yeah. that was not mine she, she don't ran up in here <laughs> um. <laughs> Come on, baby girl
2: I know you're excited. Trust me, you're gonna get your own podcast mm-hmm. one day. I promise. Yeah, Daddy, yeah. My co-host perfect. says
0: that all the time. Yeah, you should give you, should give your, you should give her your own child. I'm like, yeah, Let, <laughs> let's have her say sentences first. <laughs> yeah. No more um, phrases. Yeah,
2: uh, but you know, <laughs> fatherhood, you gotta be there, man. This is what happens when yes, you are involved in your children's life, and I will take it any day. But um, yeah, so so many people have been um emboldened because they see that you can mm-hmm. go out here and take that hate and still keep it moving. Right. So many times we see, I mean, let's bring up the example of Philip Anderson, who recently was out in
0: yes, um, I saw that. Yes. You know, San
2: Francisco for the mm-hmm. free, uh, free speech rally. And he just he said nothing. He's literally just there existing, trying to help his one of his fellow conservatives out of the, out of danger. And someone comes up and sucker punch him. And then he gets sucker punched again by a black person. First time was a white person, simply because he's black and simply because he supports Trump and he's a conservative. Like that does not encourage anyone to come out and, and speak about who they want to vote for or what they stand for. So um, to see people like him and others like me just, you know, take the blunt of that um, definitely makes people feel a little bit more comfortable about expressing themselves because they say, OK, they, they, they went through it. They survived or they were like, well, I can't just let this man fight this fight alone. So I, I got to join the fight because it's just not fair because he's doing it for me and he's doing for this country so i've seen both sides and it's been effective man I, i've been truly blessed and i get messages all the time from people that says you know um either i mean from both owls right I, from black people saying man thank you so much and music has helped me um, and or it has given me some some um proof and some evidence that i can use to help um, explain my position a little bit better to those that may be um, uh, against it, right? So so many people have told me that. And then I have the people that's white that may be extremists and be like, hey, man, uh, thanks to you, I've realized that all black people ain't crazy and just ghetto and ratchet, right? (laughs) See, I
0: tell people that all the time. (laughs) When you don't talk enough, when you have the, the good contingency, do not talk enough, you let the ones that are not for your interest talk for you. And then everybody in the world views you through that lens. And I, and people get mad at me when I say this, but now I have someone with influence. So please understand what I'm saying is true.
2: Yeah. Facts. Um, yeah. I say cool. Um, Cause I mean, people don't, people don't want to recognize that. Right. So so many people around the world now believes that America is just, just super oppressive state for black people. I'm just looking at them like, no, Stop letting these live mouths explain a situation that's just not true. Um, I guarantee you, I told I told anybody, I would bet a thousand dollars I can sit down with somebody and show mm-hmm. that the reason they are in the situation they're in is has 90 to 95 percent uh reason to do with their decisions versus some you know uh well, yeah. or just mystical system of oppression yeah. and, and racism. I guarantee.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fact. And um, someone's someone I just mentioned is actually facing some inter race, well, intra racism, and that's Ice Cube. Yeah, for his contract with Black America. Mm. I've seen these dust ups for the last five days, and for him to go on CNN and Chris Cuomo was he was getting ready to say he's ready to call in a couple words, but I think he knew He, he better be careful. But then he goes over to the Black sector, a.k.a. Roland Martin, and not only Roland Martin fights him on what he's doing, but then he had the unmitigated gall to bring one of the Black Lives Matter co-founders on the show to try to emasculate the brother and try to make him amend his plan so it includes BLM. And a lot of people didn't pick up on it. And I understand Ice Cube is not a politician. I understand he doesn't play in them circles like that, but for him to at least come up with the plan that can be reworked shows progress. And that just further showed me that they really don't want us to advance because they didn't give us the baton. We took the baton. Right. So instead of going from one to two, we said, okay, we went one to four and just said, let's just do it ourselves and get ready to put in that hard work. And now you're seeing that they don't want the hard work because they know once you get the hard work, the change comes, the accountability comes and then the faucet gets turned off.
1: Yeah. So
0: then a lot of people are going to be out of out of money. So I just want your thoughts on how Ice Cube is now. He, I think he's going to be King Negro now for the pro black side. That's how I feel.
2: Well, yeah, um, HNIC, definitely going to be in that position. But I feel at some point, you know, some people feel like he shouldn't be because given they, you know, to some people he contributed to contributed to some of that um, that that uh, ideology of disrespect and, you know, after police Mm -hmm. and violence and everything. At the same time, I also say this. Um, Okay. but what is he doing now? Is he contributing to um, getting rid of that and and making improve it upon our community? Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at the person where they are now, right? So he, you know, even if he admits it or not, at least he's a man of action, and we can all agree. I I don't know if how many people have actually went to the website and read the contract with Black America. Yeah. I don't agree with everything. Right, But there are a lot of things on there I agree with, or a lot of things on there that I would like to consider, right, that we can put on the table and just have the conversation and see how it can work. And even if we implement just for a short term, right? right. Just short term. We don't even have to do it permanently. Just short term, see if it works. And then if it works, cool, keep it. If it doesn't work, let's, let's, let's go back and um um rethink it. Mm-hmm. but uh the contract with black america is pretty much very similar to some of the policies that you know we want to see in the platinum plan um a lot of it has to do with, well of course you know i don't agree completely with reparations but they want to do it through baby bonds and i said myself i'm okay with baby bonds mm-hmm. because it's not specifically for black people per se but mm-hmm. it's going to disproportionately affect black people in a positive way because it's based on the low income and for the most part, we have the highest percentage of people in low in poverty. So mm-hmm. it's going to help us out the most. Um, so in other things, when it comes to, um, you know, prison reform and all those other things, I don't know. I don't agree with just releasing all the marijuana, um, convicted people. Um, but I do agree that we should, uh, decriminalizing. And also I believe that, you know, uh, when it comes to, uh, what else he have on there? It's so many things and elements in there. I was like, okay, yeah. I can see this, and I can see where they took some and implemented it to the platinum, platinum plan. plan. Right, but it's not a bad thing. And like you said, to have him out here, um, just presenting something and willing to talk to both sides—that's one thing we have not seen from LeBron James or Diddy or anybody. The Rock—I mean, all these people that's supposed to be like the 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 symbol of minorities and POC, however you want to call them. Um, Out here within the political arena, even Cardi B ain't talked to the other side, right? (laughs) Because She's (laughs) she's the so-called spokesperson now. But he went to both sides and he's been straight up. He's like, look, I don't like neither side. I'm not here to, you know, know, play buddy-buddy with them. It's just that I'm presenting both um, the opportunity to do something with what I've said. The only people that have came up and said they're going to do something now have been the Republicans. The ones that keep saying, we're going to do something, is people to out the election. That's how Democrats have always been. That's how you know which one is pandering to you and which one is really trying to help you out. One saying, like, I will help you out if you vote for me, get me elected, boom, and then Mm -hmm. we'll discuss it later. But you have power now within your states to implement a lot of these things, but you're not willing to have that conversation. But then again, you have the Republicans who, for the most part, people say, don't care about black people, right? But have been proven... At least in the last four years under Trump, that they are, um, at least, uh, being more considerate of the black struggle, as I call the the, the black uh, what was the word are we are using? Um, maybe we'll go with the black struggle. Um, but they've been more considerate. So here we are once again. They're proving that. So um, all the hate he's getting from the black community to me is just what I've been getting. Period. Just you know, mm-hmm. from, you know Trump supporter, being conservative, right? Um, for the lot for the most part. We've been saying the exact same things. Some of this stuff is going to take accountability and some of this stuff is going to take some hard work. But because right. I say that, and I'm, a, you know, I just hate my own race. I'm a race trader. And all I'm doing is furthering the, the, the white supremacist regime
0: by going out here. I would love to see your paycheck, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, the paycheck, man. Yeah, I would love to I would love to see that paycheck. And you brought up Diddy. Diddy pissed me off this week, too, with that. Oh, I'm going to start my own party. Okay, that's great, brother. Go ahead. We need that. Oh, I'm going to endorse Biden. I have this. I've been saying this on Twitter, on Instagram for two weeks now. I don't understand how you guys can sit there and say Trump is bad, but you're voting for Biden and Harris. Y'all don't like cops, but you're about to vote the top cop from California as your vice president, which means she's going to have more power to do the things that she was doing before, but y'all hate the cops. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey,
0: you seen hey. Biden's history, <laughs> he don't like you, but you're still gonna vote for him because of you don't like Trump. You say Trump is a racist, Biden 35 years ago said the N word twice in Congress when he could have self-censored, but y'all say he's okay. We're going to get to the point probably in the last week before the election. He's going to say the n word, and black people are going to defend it. Yeah, and if yeah. that happens, I say we're done. <laughs> we might as well just separate and just say, you know what? Just be real. Twenty twenty. <laughs> you you've you've done the weird occurrences. This is when you say before Christmas, black folks just say, you know what? I'm done. I'm I'm gonna go in a cave. I'm gonna live by myself, uh, and just take my family and what I got left and. I don't want that vaccine. I don't want what you're selling. I don't want what you're selling. And just go away.
2: Because this is my thing, man. That's a Mm -hmm. whole. You know there's a black lady running for president, right?
0: I I did the rabbit ears for those on the audio. (laughs) Because she doesn't represent. I'm Jamaican. She doesn't represent (laughs) me. But air quotes.
2: So Jade Simmons is a third party candidate Mm
1: -hmm.
2: from South Carolina.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Right. So if they truly wanted to back somebody that's not part of the establishment, that's not part of the two party system Mm -hmm. that people vehemently hate Mm -hmm. and that has some really good based policies that's you know, catering to or at least acknowledging systemic racism to a Mm -hmm. certain degree, but also trying to get us back on track, but they have not whispered her name. So this one, I'm like, y'all don't care about black people, do you? You don't. There's no way we have a presidential candidate. I mean, her website is really well done Um, that is out here trying to push the stuff that you care about. But here you are talking about vote for Biden. All you're trying to do is continue the same lifestyle because they told you that if we go the opposite way, it's going to threaten your, 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 uh, your not not just base but your empire that you built upon grievance right the empire you built upon us being I like that you know I am
0: um, gonna steal it from you but I like that the empire <laughs> grievance I like that
2: I mean think about it it's like they, they've done this successfully I see it ball alert does the same thing matter in fact ball Alert, pers- I hate ball alert I hate shade room and I hate wolf <laughs>
0: Oh, I don't know if you listen, but I, I went after the Shade Room. First. After you've done, you can listen to what I said about I Shade with just,
2: just just, vigorous passions.
0: I hate them. Yes, sir.
2: They do nothing but keep us, keep our woes in front of us, keep us short-sighted, right? It's like, you know, they'll post all this stuff about, you know, presenting us in just negative light and then turn around and post something that's just completely wrong or that's only going to put people in a negative aspect. It's like, Why? Do we enjoy this? Why? And then I said there's no other race that has anything close to what we have on social media, like yeah. legit Abram, n- nothing. No one does this. And then y'all want to tell me that I'm that I'm bashing the community, and making us look bad. It's like, have you have you not looked at this at all? Like objectively, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous, man. Um, so uh yeah, so fighting those and And Diddy and and all these other folks out here just just talking out the side of their neck. The Trump's arrangement syndrome is real, man. Like, I I, I didn't really think it was a thing. Like, I thought people just came up with the term. And there's kind of just been a little, you know, just uh, um, um, ambitious when they came up with the term. But then when I just see people just go nuts at the fact of just the name Trump and
0: just his face the, the red yeah, hat man. the red hat started. It. Yeah, like you heard Angela Rice say that red hat triggers me. I was like, so I can wear so I hate them, but I can wear a Philly's hat around you and you're gonna get mad. Like it's a hat. It's not like the hat talks to you.
2: Yeah. I was like I almost want to do
0: a cartoon about that. I almost want to think about making a cartoon like that where the hat just talks to you. You just see people melt.
2: It, it, and the thing is. We don't hear it because we are Trump supporters and everyone else, and everyone else is not a Trump supporter. Yeah, you just either.
0: worrying about what you gonna eat for lunch. They worry about what he about to tweet at four o'clock in the morning. Wait, he, wait, he get ready, President. I'm like, look,
2: I would, I would definitely back you up, man. I, I would definitely 100% agree with you. If you could show me where the requirements for being president includes being presidential, because last time I checked, all you had to do was be 35. Lived within the United States the last fourteen years and be a naturalized
0: citizen. Right, like I even said that there's no college course on how to be a president.
2: <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah, and and if it was, yeah, everybody would be have, doing it. We we probably wouldn't have some of the greatest presidents ever. Sometimes you don't need some to Ivy League school because we saw with Obama how that turned out. It's like you know he may have been a great great person great educated person well-spoken just great family man zero scandals until you realize the scandals were within the office
0: the scandals were within <laughs> just, just fast the so furious people. but that's not a movie folks <laughs> but we're not gonna go there today because y'all know how i feel about obama um not today yeah.
2: but it's, it's 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 ridiculous man
0: yeah i know it's just uh it's, it's, it's weird, though. That that TDS, it's weird. Because I, I was looking around before. I was looking for my black. I had a friend of mine buy me the black one out of Chinatown up here in New York. Mm. And wife telling me don't wear it outside. I was like, I almost want to wear it when I go vote just to see if somebody's going to recognize it. But you know out of respect for her, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to be like, Philip, I don't need that. Because I'm crazy. You touch my face, I'll go do the six months. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay, so Ice Cube, he he went to talk to the ops, as the cool kids say. Killer Mike did the same thing down there in Georgia. Now he's a sellout in the coon because he decided to go talk to Kemp to see what Kemp wanted to do for black folks. But then, like you said, we have Diddy talking about he wants to start his own thing, but endorse Biden. Then we have the Black Lives Matter chick come on, try to emasculate Ice Cube. You had your struggles, I've had my struggles. Even Joy Villa, she was just up there at Congress and they talked to, that that woman tried to talk, that Val Demings tried to talk to her like a dog. I don't, I'm scared for what's gonna happen after the election, because I feel like Trump's still gonna win, but I think it's gonna be worse, what we're seeing. Because at that point, he's already in again, He can't leave unless some huge scandal comes out. I think, and not to, you know, cast any kind of negative on it, but I think Trump supporters are going to be under attack after the election. Because at that point, like I said, they're not going to care anymore. You know, I just hope y'all stay safe because I don't need that. Because as me being a moderate, I don't need the violence. I don't because I have other things to worry about. But if me just aligning with someone is pissed off, I might as well just leave. Just do the show and just only show up when I want to promote the show and then go away. I mean,
2: it may get to that point. But at the yeah. same time, I've, I've decided that if this, they want to try to do something crazy, I got the Lord on my side. So uh, come. You know, um, I have mm-hmm. I've made my bed and I'm willing to die on this hill in the words of Terry Crews.
0: Yeah, I want to ask you about Terry too, because um, he caught a little backlash too a couple months ago because he started not talking like they needed him to talk. Mm -hmm. Now he don't really; they don't even say his name anymore. The same thing happened with Isaiah Washington. He he said what he said, and they don't even talk to him anymore. Now he's starting to get back to it because they decided to think talent over what you're talking. But it's like. Black people, I told y'all after this Black Lives Matter thing dies down, we're going to be the ones that have to answer for it because yeah. those the, they can just assimilate back in society. They can stay over there. But, we're going to be the ones that's going to be like, hey, why did you support this? I'm like, I don't support it, but I'm just saying someone that supports it. You're going to have to answer that. Mm-hmm. What if you go to the employees that start want to? start hiring people back and they look at your social media and you have black lives matter over and they're anti-Black Lives Matter. You're gonna you're gonna be out of opportunities. That's why everybody says always stay in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> always stay in the middle.
2: But I feel like it's coming to a time where it just you just can't be in the middle. You know, back when you know the civil war like there's, you there's, yeah you had to pick, pick a side up. you just you just had to pick a side um, and I feel like that's what we are as a state, um, as a, as a, a country now is we have to almost pick a side, um, because one side is they're going to run over anybody, whether you're middle or not, they're running you over. If you don't publicly acknowledge what they want you to acknowledge, because like you said, you could be a moderate. It's like, look, man, I'm just staying out of it. I don't care. No, you better pick, right? They're forcing you to pick. They're going to mm-hmm. force your hand. Um, so I'm, I'm I encourage anybody out there right now, if you're listening, pick a side, you know, and um, hopefully you pick a good side because that's what it's come down to. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm encouraging others, is like, but only one side is allowing us to you know express those values that we truly hold deep within us, right? Um, because right now, freedom of speech and it's just being trampled over, freedom of mm-hmm. expression by the left, and, and that's right, yeah. Philip Anderson, the guy who got sucker punch, has to be suspended on all three platforms—Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, and Instagram—simply because he posted a video of him being sucker punched. Yeah. When we know there's plenty of fight videos all over the place of black folks beating black folks up, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shout out the to all across and be, and be viral um, and stumping each other out. But this man was literally sucker punched twice,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: because it was done by someone on the left—BLM supporters and Antifa. He can't talk about it, but that's it. He didn't say nothing else. He wasn't, he wasn't like being belligerent and cussing nobody out. Seriously, the guy did. And <laughs> when it comes yeah. to how he responded, I mean, you couldn't have a more clean response, but because it, you know, made them look bad on the left and it condemned a lot of people and, and showed the truth to a certain extent. Um, nope. Suspended anything to do with them. So I was like, he's black. But his black life doesn't matter, you know. Oh, yeah. Even though they're pro black, right? They're just like black lives matter. But his life doesn't matter because it doesn't fit the status quo. Mm. So y- you got to pick a side, and whether you lose or win. But you know, I'm I'm over here. It's like, look, I got to go with the side of freedom. I got to go. I got to go with the side that's right. And you know, on the one side, you know, is pushing or at least trying to keep God alive. At least trying to protect the innocent, right? At least trying to make sure that. Um, babies are not just being murdered. You know, it just astronomically. So it's like, you know, you can feel how you want to feel, but I think I need to speak up for those that can't speak up for themselves.
0: So I can't ride the divider no more. I can't be in the E lane no more. Oh, why I make it so hard just to be an adult? My dad said it was going to be days like this. Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh. I don't know. It's like,
0: and and then one other thing too. I don't know how versed you are in this, but there seems to be a fracture also in the black community that a lot that only us speak about. And this fracture is the black Americans that were born here and the ones that have Caribbean and African descent. Mm. Because, because I don't know if you're aware of the video that um, Nestri Younga made months ago when she was young that Black Lives Matter. And saying that they were wrong and things like that. She got a lot of flack for it, but, you know, she started developing a following on Twitter. And then I saw some other videos. I saw Jamaicans going after Black Americans saying that they're not as oppressed as you think they are. As you think you are, you're oppressing yourselves. They're saying, how could I come over here with no money and make more than you? Things like that. Do you see that? Because I've been seeing it more, especially up here in New York. I've seen it a lot. I don't know how it is down south. Mm. Um, especially in Mississippi. I don't know if you have too many Africans and Caribbeans in Mississippi like that. I mean, I know they're in Georgia, but yeah, I don't know about Mississippi.
2: Yeah, Mississippi? No, nah, I, I can't say that I've seen too many of that in Mississippi, but I have been um, paying attention, and at least looking at that, too, because um, we're getting into this just uh, how black are you? Right. It's like, yeah, what does it mean to be black, right? To just be simply black in America is not it's not enough, right? Um, right. so like Kamala Harris, and one sense she's the first black woman it's like, yeah, she really didn't live the black lifestyle, or what we consider um the normal average black person would live in America because she, you know, she grew up on in an Indian household, right?
0: Mm. So, and plus she's you know half Indian. Um, even though her birth certificate does say white, but that's another subject for another day.
1: I'll
0: do so that so. next week.
2: Right. So it's like, how you know, what does it mean to be black? So we do have those people that just come over here, and never experienced us, uh, experienced the struggle, that just mm-hmm. you know, just claim the title. But then again, you have people who have lineage that dates all the way back to the eighteen hundreds, you know, before slavery was freed here in America, that are black. Mm. So um their views and stances are going to be different. For me, I know I all my family from here. Like no one, no one immigrated. We are from, you know, free to now. Mm. Living in Mississippi. So um, but the, the crazy thing is you'll have people like me that have that lineage come out here and not be a victim. And then you have the people who literally immigrated here and come up here and be like, man, it's hard out here being black man. You know, I was like they're they holding brother down. It's like no, nah, man, it's, it's like you said, <laughs> choices. It's your it's, choices. choices, man. I've seen, it. I said, I've my mom had 11 siblings, uh, siblings, so I've seen what it means to have different choices. And they grew up in Mississippi. I'm telling you, there, there's really no more when we talk about like racist history than Mississippi, you, mm. just can't, get, you can't get worse, you know. M&T, the whole shebang, everything I mean, black codes, Jim Crow mississippi just being the hot spot for all that but i've seen people and black people in mississippi um elevate despite all that and continue to rise above and the only reason why a lot of them haven't risen above is because they keep that chip on the shoulder it's like guys we cannot carry the, the the woes of our ancestors and expect us to just you know um uh rise above today because we we feel that we're oppressed it's like no they went through what they went through. Don't continue to pretend to go through what they went through because that's why they died and paved the way for us to not have to experience that. And we don't experience that today, right? We don't, we we don't experience on a systematic level, but do we experience it, you know, on a a person to person level? Probably, but it's not everybody. Even then it's rare, but it does happen. So no one's not admitting that, but stop trying to um, balloon your experience or exaggerate those experiences and to just be able to summon a call upon the, their struggle to make your grievance um, bigger than what it is. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen it, man. And I think it's a conversation that needs to be had. Right. Because even when people talking reparations, I'll be looking at them like, so who going to get the money? Because, yeah, that's two- a
0: fact. Because I said that too. I said, <laughs> so all the Caribbeans and the and the Africans that come here, they yeah. can't get it. I don't see a lot of them going to complain about it. And then for you to go be part of the diaspora and want this, you're gonna have to do a whole lot of research. Yeah. So you're already cut into your own money, and then oh, yeah. and then you're still gonna have to hold them to a certain amount that they may not want to pay. So it, mm-hmm. I understand you guys want reparations, but you got to understand what it's gonna entail. At least when they did it for the the Japanese Americans. They were in there There was a small group and they understood that they did this and they knew who they could pay because mm-hmm. it was only a few million you're talking about 25 sure. million people potentially
2: potentially because potentially
0: I mean, it could be even more so and then here's the other part that they don't want to mention you do that you still guess what you have to pay white people
2: they were slave too, <laughs> were slave
0: too but also <laughs> What about the white people that have black blood in them? Exactly, Since I want to pay like, one drop. Exactly, it's, it's like there's some. You much. got to pay everybody. <laughs> you might as well, just so you don't piss somebody off. You got to pay everybody. Every group on this planet has mixed with a black person, so it is what it is. You gonna have to pay the whole world, but you know, mm-hmm. research, everyone. We, we preach this on the show. Research, do your research. Yeah. Speaking of which, because I know you get hate and I get hate when you give them facts. Yeah. You tell them, go research. They say, go do your research. Okay, five minutes. I did a five minute Google search. I gave you all the research. Now you're like, be blessed and leave me alone. (laughs) What? You just sat there and cussed me out. Now now that you got a response (laughs) and you got played, why don't you just say, okay, you know what? You're right there. Take the loss black folks. It's not that hard. Losing helps you grow
2: no it's not just that man once you built your life upon uh this false sense of victimization yes and then someone comes to unravel that and it's like oh so now i can't call upon that just that i can't just play the black card anymore like come on man no they're gonna be looking like nah they don't want to hear that it's like no i i i made so many bad choices and It wasn't my choice. Right. It's because of systemic racism. I made this choice. You know, I had no other choice. It's like, no, there was more than one choice. It's just that you decided to take the low hanging fruit um, and that's your fault. Right. I always tell people, even with the crack uh, epidemic, I was like, I don't care if someone brings crack into my neighborhood. There's nothing that forces you to take that crack. You decided to take that crack, just like today. If someone brought let's say you grew up and there's no grown women around you, just a bunch of twi- bunch of kids. And, you know, you're a grown person and you go out there and just sleep with a, a minor. You don't get to say, well, you know, they, oh, I ain't seen no grown women. All I had was young girls. No one's going to take that excuse. No, <laughs> no one's going to take that. No, no one. So it's like you just can't you can't use it as an excuse. We decided to use it because it was convenient at the time.
0: And, and everybody will listen hold up to it and admit it, right? It and like, everybody will listen to you because the victim always gets the, the 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 microphone put in their face, right? You, dude,
2: it's it's straight clout status, man. <laughs> I've seen people go from like one of the people on TikTok, C J. Nova. I don't know if you know who that is, but she was a nobody on TikTok. Um, she made this video that went super viral that a lot of bunch of conservatives shared. That she said that you know if you don't believe in BLM, whatever. And she was like, Let me, you know, I forgot what she said. Uh, Something about, she said something, a scenario where she would just slice you open and, and, and watch you bleed or something. But she got a lot of backlash for it. And then she blew up because of her playing the victim. It was like, How are you the one talking violently? And then when someone responds to that violent rhetoric and in a um, negative manner because they realize, okay, I don't want this person, you know, being around me or associated with me. Then all of a sudden you are the victim. Right. It's like, no, that's that's you you cannot claim that. But she has, and because of that, she has had some GoFundMe's that came about. Um, she's uh gotten some more opportunities, she has gained clout within the community, everything. It's ridiculous, man.
0: GoFundMe, the hustle of the another day. This is a positive show. Another day. <laughs> Let's talk about the music. the music is fine. I like the music. And I'm not usually on that conservative music. I didn't even know that was even a thing, conservative hip-hop. I did not even know this. But I guess you could say Public Enemy, but eh. You and who's the other guy? Bryson Tiller, I think? Bryson Bryson Crick. Yeah. I was like, I bumped your song twice. That space song, I bumped it twice. I'll admit it. And it's like, because I did music in twenty fourteen. I mean, it's not as good, but you know, I didn't curse a lot mm. on that. Maybe said like three curse words the whole thing, but just talk a little briefly about your music. Since you say you did twenty years, uh, you you should be tired by now. But that's just me.
2: Well, you know, I, I I guess I ain't got to where I want to be at to be done. You know, it's just one of those things where you y'all do know,
0: y'all do it yourselves.
2: Yeah, yeah. so I've been doing it myself and just now really gaining the traction or at least gaining the audience to listen to the music because it's one thing to put music out, but if you don't have no one to push it to, then it's kind of like just sitting there. Right. But now i finally got an audience that I can, you know, push it to. And But uh, yeah, man, music has been a great way for me to express myself even when I was younger. I started when I was about, I probably wrote my first song when I was 10, 11. Hmm. Was super young. You know how you start the board bands and everything and, and yeah cool so i did that whole shebang uh, won a couple talent shows you know and then the older you get the more you realize how um some of the stuff is just set up to monetize off your hard work versus you actually reaping the benefits
0: right so
2: that's when i started to learn the music industry and that's why i've started to get a little bit more success i've linked up with like the marine rapper uh dq who's another veteran we have formed the military musicians which is almost like a conglomerate of just um veteran artists or active duty artists around the world now. And we just come together, we help promote each other, push it organically. You know, instead of pushing all this money, we just really just use word of mouth. Um, has been very effective. We've had some people that got some licensing deals. Matter of fact, cool. we we just recently got a song, Space Force, as a group licensed to uh to the point with Eric Mitchell. Um it's gonna be on mainstream uh media coming up. So is nice. it it's a ABC, NBC one of them? Don't quote me on it. But uh so yeah, we we actually got that done. Um so that's gonna be a big, big thing to add to my you know repertoire. But um other than that, man, uh I, I don't like to call it conservative music per se because I was always against the word Christian music, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's just it's just it's just hip hop. You don't have to you don't have to add the Christian to it. Um, so right. I feel like when you do that, people turn away just automatically because it's like, oh, man, you know, I don't associate with that. It's like, bro, it's just music. Just because I lean one way to talk about certain things in a different way doesn't mean it's not hip hop. I don't like the labels when it comes to music at all, um, at least like that. Like, I understand rock and and blues, those type of labels. When you put these sub genres, I just get like, bro, why? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, to me, it's more divisive than it is inclusive. So, um, no, I just I just do hip hop and i just recently started to talk more about my um conservative ideals not that i wasn't before but i just thought i'd be more um uh adamant about it i said mm-hmm. look i'll be intentional about putting this into the atmosphere because people need to hear it and so one of my first songs that took off was 2020 featuring bryson gray and um i just uh i think it was uh, charlie pooth um he uh made a, he was doing a um beat on TikTok that blew up and everyone was like it was called write the lyrics so you just write the lyrics to the beat and some people sung along to the beat with the lyrics and if you know and so they did that and I said look I don't see any rappers on here so let me hop on and do a rap I did it it blew up I didn't expect it to blow up I literally wrote the thing in like ten minutes <laughs> nice <laughs> ten minutes slapped it on there and recorded it um and that was it but it blew up uh so I was like okay. And people kept requesting a full song. I was like, fine, I'll do a full song, right? Get a full song, and that really uh, got my Spotify and other platforms growing a little bit. And then from there, I just, I don't think I released anything for a minute. And then um, Cruise, Cruise was my next song. And that was because after the whole Terry Cruise, you know, we've talked about it earlier, Um, all the hate and backlash he received, I was like, yo, man, like, I just want to show people appreciation for, their courage when they stand out there and put their neck on the line, put their career on the line for people like me that don't necessarily prescribe uh, to the narrative. So I was like, we need that. I want people to know that there are others out here that support you and, in hopes that it encourages others to do the same, right. To step up and, and know that you don't, you know, you don't have to worry about risking Hollywood if you got so many people supporting you regardless um so i made cruise and the crazy thing about it was terry cruz actually uh made a video to the song so pretty much the co-sign to it and um he ended up following me on instagram and everything um so i was like man that's dope right and then after that i made a song called get back to the truth which is just you know quickly dabs into the fact of um touch on um uh it just touches on some of the statistics that we hear And the fact that we need to get back to the truth, like biblically and just morally and everything. Um, So uh, so that's a song that's taken off as well. But yeah, and I also made the Snoop Dogg this song. I saw
0: that. (laughs) I was scared to touch that one. I was like, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Like Snoop fell out of favor with me a little bit, though, because he'd be talking reckless. But, you know, First Amendment, you're allowed as long as you don't promote violence.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't knock people. This is what I tell people. I can enjoy this person's talent without enjoying a political standpoint. I I, just, I can separate the two. Some people cannot separate the two. Personality, I was like, bro, it's, I don't care. Like, I, I'm not listening to them for If I wanted them politically, I would not be listening to them. Mm-hmm. I, I think he does have one of the top and most memorable flows. And that's cool. He can have that title. But when it comes to everything else, I can straight trash him if I believe it's trash. It's like... Mm-hmm what you're talking about and calling people coons and all this other stuff is just not, it's horrible. It's, it's racist. Like like you can be racist against your own people. Like there's nothing preventing that from happening. Um. So yeah, he's out here doing these racial turns and slurs. And I was like, man, this is ridiculous. So I said, I had to school him real quick with the song because it's like, who's the one really running around with the chains around the neck? You know,
1: mm-hmm. I said that too.
2: Yes. Next yeah. to the man, did you say you disrespect? Who's the one playing playing buddy buddy with the Democrats, same party that owned slaves in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the one really out here treating women like the objects, pushing alcohol, drugs? Seems pretty obvious, right? Who became a slave to the game? Gang- Protect black women. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, come on now, let's let's really dive into this. Um, so let's stop pretending like all of a sudden that you are just this immaculate black person, this second coming of, or third coming of Jesus, we'll say second coming, second coming of Jesus, and that you are just the savior of black race. Like, no, dude, you built your career upon the violence and just the nightlife, and which has done nothing morally for the black community at all. So I'm gonna make sure you, you hold yourself accountable to that before you go out here and talk about people that have built their entire life and career on improving the black
0: community. I apologize for putting your, your raps under the conservative banner. It's all about hip hop. It's all about hip hop. <sighs> folks. this was fun. Sometimes it's fun. I just cultural appropriated. I'm sorry. But before we go, we're going to let you finish promoting yourself, but we do this thing on both shows. It's called 10 random questions. Helps the audience learn more about your personality. You know, Maybe you'll find more kindred spirits or Trump supporters or people on the left that are still undecided. They want to come over. But you know what happens when you jump the fence. Yeah. Like JFK might be some bad over the grassy No, but we're not going to go there today. We're not going to do that. So we always ask our guests, would you like to play 10 random questions? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, cool. Folks, you know how this goes. We do this. People have fun with it. And we hit them. Everybody seems to like that, but let's get into it. Number one, I always ask this and hopefully I get the answer I want, but usually I don't. Are you team (laughs) Apple or team Android? I'm Android. Thank you. Please tell them why.
2: Apple to me is <laughs> it's communist, bro. Like you can't you can have zero control over anything. Like they're gonna you have to buy Apple products, you have to buy it this way. Like you you have to go through the system. Android just be like, to me, it's just open, open market open for me. Platform, you can do whatever you want
0: with it. Look, <laughs> I bought the, I, I could do this. I had night rider on my thing. I I can do whatever I want on this phone, I could make it talk to me in a sexy voice. Apple, you gotta pay for that. Hopefully you pay for everything. You pay for everything. Pay for everything. And if you find a third-party app, they'll delete it real quick.
2: Yep, they'll remove it from the Apple store. They don't mm-hmm. care. Plus, yes. a certain app like uh yeah, like Tint's TV. I can't I cannot put that on Apple. Um, but I can put it on my Android for sure. So it's yeah, it's nah. All right.
0: Number two, favorite TV show of all time. All time. Um
2: whew. House, possibly.
0: Okay. Um, You know,
2: Dr. House was just one of those characters where I learned at an early age that who cares if you're a douchebag? At the end of the day, people need you to save their lives. So mm-hmm. as long as you got those skills and you possess those abilities, people will appreciate you Um and they will allow you to work on them. So yes. House taught me that at an early age.
0: Cool. Number three, your go-to music genre. Hip-hop. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> just, just it, I'm a hip hop head, man. Um, but if it was not hip hop, funny enough, it'd probably be dubstep. <laughs> hey,
0: that's <laughs> why Look, this is, your, this is your 10 random. You can say whatever you want, this is just your personality. That's what I tell everybody. No answer is stupid, yeah. Okay, you rap. So this is question four. Outside of yourself and Bryson Gray and the people that you've met along the way, who's your favorite rapper all time? Eminem.
2: Mm. Yeah, just all time Eminem. I know a lot of people's like, "We well, don't like him because it's political stuff." Now it's like, look, I ain't, I, ain't, I don't care about that. <laughs> Eminem to me, notch, up, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Eminem to me, growing up, spoke volumes. I mean, he's one of the Three people that spoke real life to me um mm-hmm. they talked about like alcohol and drug abuse like you know it wasn't really just game banging violence it was like legit stuff munch-out, munchout syndrome and everything else that he experienced um the the hatred i felt like he was one of the few people that expressed the hatred to the certain point at least expressed it uh effectively through music um within the hip-hop genre uh but yeah th- he changed the game for me and he's c- continued to be on the top he has continued to show that he can freestyle he has Freestyle Battle. He has you know, written diss songs. When it comes to every aspect of hip-hop, he's one of the few artists that has literally crowned every every part.
0: Mm. But Will Smith dissed him back and he never said anything. Just remember, <laughs> remember that. Just remember that. But that <laughs> Okay, question five. Uh. You're in a room. There's a chair. You sit down and from the shadows another chair comes forward and there's someone sitting in that seat and you get to talk to him for an hour who is it
2: man um i mean anybody
0: living living or dead
2: uh, um you know it will probably be um I, I know if I could, I'd be like, Jesus. like, well, I think he's living anyway, so that's conundrum. But if he could become, if he could come back and manifest himself, like, mm-hmm. yo, Lord, I need to know what these scriptures mean, because so many people interpret so many ways. Right. I just need to know from the horse's mouth because we know how things can be misconstrued throughout time. So uh, can, can you just verify some stuff for me? Um, but yeah, I'll probably sit down with Jesus. Like, look, I just want to make sure that I'm I'm on the right path and, and that we're preaching the right gospel so we can get these people saved. So we'll
0: probably Jesus. Cool. All right. Now with 10 random questions, those first five, those are your basic borderline questions, like a lie detector, just to get a baseline. Now we do the five that are to cater to the guests. So here we go. Number six, number six. <sighs> How... Does Topher Gray, I mean, sorry, Topher Town Music, I don't know why I'm fusing you two right now. Topher Town Music, how does he see the election play out? Trump wins by a landslide. Mm. Okay.
2: Simply put, I mean, just if we just had to be objectively looking, like, look at the rallies. Look mm-hmm. at the people that's excited to vote. I mean, back in 2016, we could see it was kind of like more evenly dispersed, right? Right. And we can see that. But here is just complete, just overhaul, man. It's it's not even close. Trump is bringing people into droves and Biden out there with like 10 people in like six-foot circles. And, <laughs> and, and and preaching to people with a, a huge teleprompter is not the same. Okay. Question number seven.
0: Instagram or TikTok to promote yourself, which has been better for you. Just so when I send this out, the people know where to go to follow you.
2: Yeah, TikTok has been great. Instagram is starting to really shadow ban me. So matter of fact, oh. you have to type in my entire name now before I even pop up. And then mm. funny enough, my hashtag
0: pop up before my profile. It's still exactly. above my name. You know what's funny? You mentioned the shade room the other day. I was looking. I was going on their site to check something out. They, I think they got shadow banned too because they don't even come up. Mm. Like the actual real site doesn't even come up. Oh dang. Yeah. So hopefully that's the start of their downfall. Hopefully. Well, the first thing Shade about which I don't understand what that is, but yeah, is subject for another day. Number eight, so this is going to be a good one. What is your favorite southern city beside your beside where you live? Augusta mm. Augusta,
2: Georgia. I spent five years in Augusta, Georgia. Um, the masters came, so it was really nice to see that it's a it's almost like a big town, right It's, it's not really uh Atlanta but it has a lot of the same thing there, right? So we got the food and everything else. Um, but I feel like that it was still small enough and slow enough to where I enjoyed living there. So I would have to say Augusta. All
0: right, I might have to check Augusta out because we're actually gonna move down there at the end of the year. We're going down to Georgia, no more New York. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's time to pull the pin because if you've seen how New York firsthand, how it's changed over this year, between the mayor and the governor fighting every day. Now they're pissing off the the Jews. The crime is where like they just shot and killed a 19 year old woman this morning. It's like, I I, I I can't do it no more. Like I gotta yeah. tap out. I take my chance. <laughs> and I told <laughs> people this too, down south to me and I've been down there about seven times. It's less race. I felt safer down there than I do up here. It's less racism down there. They're Like, oh my God, it's the South. What are you talking about? I'm like, how about you go down there first? And that does not mean go down to D.C. D.C. don't count. (laughs) You got to go South of Florida. Florida don't count. You count. You got to go to them little cities. You got to go through South Carolina and get out the car, not the rest area. But, you know, that's Northern folk for you. I'm sorry. I apologize on behalf of them.
2: And that you mentioned that, I just want real quick I'm um, going mm-hmm. to the DOJ and the FBI mm-hmm. The top five states with the highest Hate crimes California, New Jersey New York, Washington State What mm-hmm. are those? All Democrats <laughs> I think The last one at the bottom was maybe uh, What was it? Texas possibly? Probably. If well, I guess
0: Texas but, um, but yeah, it's like Yeah, just, just so you know Yeah It's <laughs> weird out here okay number nine one event you would love to be a part of oh man that's,
2: well back, me- in the day, back in the day it used to be Lollapalooza. like i feel like that was just one of those huge events where the mega stars come in and just have a really great time um but right now um probably the i want to go to the inauguration if i could right now i would like mm-hmm. to be Around you know, just those type of people, um, have the conversation and yeah, just and see what the atmosphere is like,
0: yeah, because I think this time around, I think he's gonna have a bigger turnout, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. As far as people waiting outside and coming, just oh, yeah, it's gonna be, yeah,
0: like people will actually ditch these. Mm-hmm. We got we can't say the R word here, restrictions. And they're actually gonna go out there. It might look like the Million Man March. It might. It's, it's gonna be close. It's Probably the
2: second biggest.
0: Next yeah. Year. <laughs> and the last one. One tip Topher Town Music can give a young black conservative that is afraid to more or less come out of their political closet. Because we've seen videos of young black kids and we have the memorable one where he the little black kid was they did a mock election in their in their classroom and he voted for Trump and his mom found out and she packed his bag and essentially acted like he threw him out of the house for this mm-hmm. and she got her backlash for it but you know it's the internet things live forever. So what would Topher Town say to, like if you were at the Young Black Leadership Summit at the White House and people are still on the fence about saying like going 100% for conservatives or even Trump, what would you say to them?
2: I would say um, just be sure before you make that jump. Um, And, and it's fine, right? I tell people all the time, there's a war going on. Like, I want people to know that. It's that's, that's not just some random you know, fights and, and, and disputes here and there. This is a war. And if you want to get spiritual, it's a spiritual war. So my thing is, when it comes to war, there's different elements to war. You got the support group. You got long range. You got front line. You got uh, communication. So figure out which one you want to be a part of, right? So you don't have to be the one on the front line like me if you're not ready. right? If you, you haven't got that conviction, then don't do it. So you can be the person that's, you know, behind the scenes supporting. You've got some jobs and you want to help donate to some GoFundMe or some campaigns that are really pushing your message. Do so. Right. If you are the person that, you know, maybe you're good with apps and maybe you're just good with social media. Help spread the word. You know, get the memes out there. Right. You don't Once again, it's something you can do behind the scenes. So it's like you don't have to be public. But once you make that decision, know that you have to be ready to die. Right. You have to be ready to die on that hill. Because the other side is not going to be so generous and kind. They're willing to slaughter anybody that goes against their will. But, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, that would be my words to them.
0: Okay. And, folks, that that is Topher Town Music. Appreciate y'all, man. Yes, sir. And one question. This is just not such a question 11, but personal question. Hmm. How did you get your beard that big? I got it though. I'm I'm trying to grow it out right now.
2: Let me let me give you the salesman's pitch first, and then I give you the note. No, um, I give you straight straight shot. Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah, man, I use uh, what what is this? Uh, Shea Moisture. I use Mm -hmm. their um beard detangler. I use their beard wash, and I also use their beard oil. But I also use Arlo's beard oil too for the scent because I like it. Now the real stuff is. It's
0: just genetic. <laughs> it's just genetic, yeah. Just genetic. I got, I got the washing. I got butter, and I, I just need some other stuff. See, you can see two grown black men can talk about hair and not, you know, we can share ideas and secrets. It's not all about trying to impress the ladies. Okay, it is, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's nothing nice. There's nothing nicer than laying down and your old lady come over and she's like yeah, once it get this size, it's really soft, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, so it's not it's not all pokey and sharp.
0: Yeah, beer gang, son. <laughs> but we're gonna get out of here. But before we go, like I said, we're gonna let Mister Topher Town Music promote himself, and then I'm going to go do the husband thing and come back, put this up, and so y'all can hear it real nice.
2: Yeah. Um. Once again, y'all can follow me at Topher Town Music. T-O-P-H-E-R-T-O-W-N-M-U-S-I-C on any platform, on any social media platform. And yeah, I uh, look forward to it. Uh, my biggest one is TikTok, Next is Instagram, been severely shadow banned, almost on both. So if you want to follow more of my live streams, I'm solely on YouTube right now, uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Come hang out, see what we're talking about. And yeah, and I'm continuing to put out music. So you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, any musical platform, at Topher. So just T-O-P-H-E-R. My biggest song right now is Cruz. So if that helps you out, just type in Topher Cruz. Spelled like the last name of Terry
0: Cruz. Max, Yes, sir. And I will tune in tonight because it's 10 o'clock. I don't watch wrestling anymore. Football is too woke. And I need something to fall asleep to. So, yeah, I will check you out. And, you know, I won't start no trouble in the comment section, I promise you. I ain't going to start no trouble. I'm going right, to hold you to it. And then I'm just going to listen So folks, that was Topher Town Music I am Kid Gravity This has been the first And hopefully more to come Collaboration of Beyond Borders With Rose Gold and Kid Gravity Available everywhere You can stream Topher's music at Shout out to India Because we're all over there now And they love us for some reason I don't know why But okay, I'll take it and bet on black, same thing. And it's also here on YouTube at Kid Gravity Beyond. And hopefully one day I will get enough where I can leave something to the baby. But you know, depends on how the left likes me, because the middle people love me. I'm starting to get more traction on the right, so it all depends on the left. Got to have that triangle. But we're out of here. And take care, stay safe, and please wear your mask so you can get your supplies. And that's it. And for also, Topher, thank you for your service to our country. Because without you guys out there risking your lives, someone can't risk their lives trying to talk what they want to talk.
2: Appreciate that, man. Thank you for your support. No problem. All right,
0: we out of here. Let me give you a word of advice. Always bet on black. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.